This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. I want to talk to you about wasting time. Now, most people have a concept of what wasting time is, you know. Should be doing something, but I'm doing something else. I'm wasting time. But I want to talk to you on a much higher scale than that. I want to talk to you about lifetime. Because if you add up all these little well, waste of times, you actually end up with wasting lifespan. Let's say you're going to be 75. You got 75 years, 75 summers, 75 uh, winters, 75 springs, da da da. 75. And you probably got lost already 20, 30, 40, 50 of them by now. And if you stop and look back, you go, all the time I wasted uh, doing this, let's say doing dishes. All the time I wasted waiting in traffic. All the time I wasted listening to the guys at work. All the time I wasted with that person who I finally got out of my life. And then you look at the remaining time you have left and you go, oh my goodness, look how much time I wasted. Well, that's exactly what you're supposed to do from birth. You're supposed to be in control, consciously looking at and in control of not wasting your time. Now we have it. Everybody's wasting time looking at the television. That's been going on your whole life, too. And the latest is playing with your phone. It's an iPhone. Yes, I can't take my eye off of it. Hmm. So we're wasting more and more time. Not less and less time. Well, this is a very dangerous thing because when it comes time for your death, what happens then? Some people go, oh, well, I'll leave it to Jesus. All right. Some people go, I don't care. Lights out. Six feet under. Doesn't matter. Hmm. But the intelligent class of man, he goes, well, wait a minute. According to the advanced conceptions of religion on the planet, all of them, you reincarnate. Well, reincarnate into what? What do I deserve what have I earned? What do I want? You should have been spending your time answering those questions. What do you want to be in your next life? What do you deserve in your next life? What will it be? Where will it be? These are real questions that are going to impact on your life. The answers to these are going to make a huge difference to you when time is up. When this lifespan is up. That's the duration of life. That's the time you live in. You don't live in uh, this time zone or that time zone, Pacific Standard Time, uh, Greenwich Mean Time. You don't live in that. You live in 75 years window of time. That's what you're living in, actually. 
You've got 75 years to get your head on right, to get your activities under control, to get your senses under control, to get your mind under control, and answer these questions. Where do I go at death? What do I earn? What do I deserve? What do I want? What will I get? How is it calculated? By who? If you aren't answering these kind of questions, according to the Vedic literature, you are not yet human. You may be in a human form, but your consciousness is not evolved to human. If you're playing with your phone, if you're watching the television all the time, if you think sports is a wonderful thing, if you are playing around with other people and doing not their nonsense, what's the neighbor doing? Oh, look what your neighbor's doing today. Ooh, reading the magazine. Oh, Brad and Angela. Oh, gosh, what's happening there? The royal family. If you're in this illusion, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're wasting your 75-year window on things that will not have any value whatsoever to you at the time of death. And the things that are going to be very important to you at the time of death, you don't know squat. You're not working on it. So that's the issue that determines whether you're human or not. Are you working on the most important things? It's just like your job. You have a job and a certain amount of paperwork comes in. This work needs to be done. And it's your responsibility. And that work has to go out. And if you have very important papers and you don't work on them, and you have superficial things and you focus on that, you won't be in that job long. Somebody's going to pick up that you're the bottleneck in the chain. They're going to understand that they can't get important stuff past your desk and you're going to be tuned up. And if you don't tune up, you're going to be moved out. Well, what's the situation with regard to your 75-year window? Is the important paperwork getting through your life? Is the important subjects being addressed by you? That's human. Are you neglecting that and focusing on nonsense? Totally unrelated, unimportant, no value yesterday, no value tomorrow. But I care about it today, nonsense. That's not human. That's like someone who's not responsible in their job. You're not being responsible with your lifespan. We get given this opportunity of the human form of life after a huge amount of work. In the other species of life, developing, being pious, being positive, being productive, being beneficial to others, working your way through consciousness issues, working your way through emotions, working your way through so many different things to get a human form of life. And now you're spending it in the newspaper and in the magazines and in the media and the television and in your phone you can't put down? Oh, shame on you. And this is what Vedic literature says. The person who meets death and has not read the Vedic literature is a fool. He's not actually human. He's not met the responsibilities, the requirements for the human form of life. So according to Vedic literature, you don't get to be a human in your next life. You had a human form and you misused it. You discredited it. You wasted it. So the Vedic literature says you don't get a human form the next time. And yet, on the other hand, if you actually used this human form of life correctly and you understood the importance of your 
uh, consciousness development, if you regulated and controlled your senses and your mind, you progressively advanced into what you contributed to human society, you began to understand your predicament, your position, uh, the reality of your involvement here, and you, you began <clears throat> to be a positive contributor, you'll get a human form. You can get more than a human form. You can get a demigod form. In the management of the universe, that's a demigod. There's uh, 33 million demigods in this universe, according to the Vedic literature, that are all engaged in different departments of management under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. And Krishna's uh, team is called the demigods. They are the pious beings of higher potency that live in the higher planetary systems, and they are working, watching, controlling, maintaining so many aspects of this material universe on his behalf. And they live in quite a different consciousness level. They're not concerned with all these temporary enjoyments of the senses and the body, sex drive, and all these different lower class things. They're concerned with uh, the development of consciousness and supporting and freeing the living entities from their illusory conceptions of life. So, wait, you could end up being on kind of like the A-team, couldn't you? Yes. And there's more than that. You can leave this material manifestation completely and return to the eternal spiritual world and claim your rights as an eternal servant of the Lord. But wait a minute, back up the train. We're back here going, mmm, my phone is so important. Mmm, the TV show tonight. Mmm. Oh my goodness, what is the neighbor doing? Uh, move, move, Harold, I can't see the, out the window. The neighbors are going to go. I want to see who's there. Hmm? What? Look at how trivial it's become. Because you get involved in these methodologies and this media system, you take the trivial to be important and what's important to be trivial. And so you are wasting time. Lifespan time. Not minutes. Years. So we have to waste a certain percentage of our years growing up. We have to waste a certain percent in being educated. A certain percentage of it has to be there to learn the basic lessons, to understand, do unto others, you'd have others do unto you. Just getting going, learning truthfulness is vital. You know, be polite, be kind, be intelligent, be helpful, be honest, be clean, be austere, be simple, be humble, be careful. You have to spend a lot of time learning those things. Well, once you've learned them, what, is it over? No. Vedic literature says you use them. You employ them in the development of your consciousness, in the service of the Lord, in the help of society, beneficial acts at one level or the other according to the development of your point of view. Then you're not wasting time. You may or may not be hitting the supreme goal. We're not focusing on that right now. But we're focusing on getting out of the situation you're in and knowing what's going on at the time of death because you've got this window of 75 years. And a fair amount of it's probably already gone. And you've wasted so much. And are you reducing your waste? No. Hell no. Every single one of you has got a frigging phone that you don't put down and you look at all the time, even when you're driving. 
You're not paying attention to the people in the room. You're not paying attention to the people that you love. You're not paying attention to all sorts of things that are impacting on your life, your contribution to society, your development of your consciousness, and the focus on becoming a higher being. This is called hive mind. Your mind is no better off than the next guy or the next, the next, the next. They're all talking about the same subjects. They're all looking at the same issues. They all accept the same quality and standard of behavior. They're all concerned with the same results. They all want money. They all want sex. They all want freedom of speech. They all want the same things. They all value the same things. They all accept doing the same things. And they all don't look up to notice there's something more important. Hive mind. You stop someone from being a dumbass and four or five other people will run to their uh, support. Oh, it's okay if he's doing something stupid. It's his life. Let him do something stupid. Well, the whole idea of us not being on islands all by ourselves and being here together is so we can encourage and help one another to be our best potential. So you should say to someone, hey, don't kick the dog. Help it. It's got a problem. Just help it. Don't kick it. No. Well, you can't tell him it's his dog and do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. So we have a variety of problems in our society that we're handing back and forth and back and forth. And now we've accepted them as social standards. And they all lack any level of realization. They all lack the ability to give you wisdom and stability at the time of death. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you've earned and what you deserve. You don't know who's testing, who's judging. You don't even understand how you got here because you've been misusing your life. Time. So time is a very uncompromising thing. Have you noticed? Time waits for no man. You can't stop time. Well, I've got to be there 20 minutes, but I'm 40 minutes away. Okay, halt time. Give me a 10-minute break and then start again. I should be there. No. That's that old phrase, uh, time and tide wait for no man. That's right. Time is marching on. Your duration of life, your, in this our instance today, is your 75 years is marching on. Whether you're actively using it or you're on the couch sleeping... Time is still ticking. You don't get to stop the ticking. So how are you using your time? You need to be looking at that. Every single human being needs to be looking at that regularly. It's really weird because people used to wear a watch. Now nobody wears a watch. Oh, I've got my phone. My phone is my everything. It's my pulse rate. It's my bank. It's my wristwatch. It's my cell phone. It's my connection to the kids. It's my internet. It's just everything. No, it's not. It is your distraction. You're missing your life because you're involved with things that don't impact on you and won't impact on you in time to give you the realization, the intelligence, outside of hive mind consciousness. Because you're surrounded in hive mind. You're not looking up. You're just looking across, looking side to side, looking laterally, going, oh, everybody else is doing it. it, must be okay, I'm doing it too. Okay? You're being just like everybody else, and you won't, you haven't stopped and looked at it. You haven't noticed. You think like everybody else. You care about what everybody else cares about. You have the same PC standards. 
You follow all the rules that society says you have to follow. Oh my goodness, wake up. The real rule here is you have 75 years. And you will be kicked out. There is no, no bargaining. It won't be later or wait a minute. Hold off on that. I need to do something else. Just give me a minute. Or I've got to use the bathroom. You get no reprieve. You have 75 years to the second. But you're supposed to. And you're not looking at it. You're not valuing your time. Your time is the most important thing to you. It's the most important commodity. It's like on the material platform, the most important substance here is water. Because everybody has to have it. We're water-based planet, water-based bodies, a water-based system. Water is the most important thing. Yet people contaminate it and pollute it and discard it and waste it constantly. How ignorant is that? Because they're concerned about their phone. They're concerned about their car. They're concerned about so many things. Eating. More than they're concerned about wasting the most valuable substance on the planet. Water. Similarly, in a lifespan of 75 years, the most important thing to keep track of is the clock. How far down that 75-year thing have you gone? And if you stop and say, okay, I'm 50. I don't know, maybe you're 30. But anyway, say I'm 50. I got 75. That means I'm two-thirds of the way. How have I done? Huh? Oh my gosh, I'm two-thirds done? Huh? How well have you done? Well, uh, well, I've got the house and the car and the picket fence, and i got my big screen TV, and i got two phones, and, um, uh, gee. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. If you're not happy with the equation at 50, two-thirds of the way, what are you going to do? with the rest of it, the extra third you got left. Are you going to straighten yourself out? Are you going to pull out of the hive mind? Are you going to answer the questions? Where do you go at death? What determines what you deserve? What determines where you go? What type of body you get? Even what planet are you born on? This concept that the materialists are pushing that this is the only planet with life is absolutely one of the most childish things I have ever heard. It's just amazing how they still teach that. Oh, we're hoping we find life out there. Oh, my God, there's life everywhere. And you think there's no life in the other planets because your telescope. An imperfect person with the imperfect senses makes an imperfect device called a telescope, and yet you say whatever that telescope sees is the truth. This is the ignorance in the scientific community. These bogus theories get pushed as truth. I think I've mentioned on this program, I know I had a go at it here not long ago with a friend of mine. It, the, the system that determines how close or near or far, the size, the gravitational pull, the atmospheres of all the different planets is about 135, 140 years old. And they've not updated or changed anything. NASA this, NASA BS. NASA, nothing. They've not corrected anything that they've gotten wrong. It's just living on the theory and they don't need to tell us because you're not going out there anyway. So that's really, you don't really need to know, do you? But according to the Vedic literature, it's all completely known. Every one of the planets is habited. Every one of the planets is congested with living entities just like this one is. There is management systems. There is uh, environments. There is everything out there in multiple varieties beyond our wildest dreams 
We know we only have a certain limit of sight, we have a certain limit of sound, we have a certain limit of taste, smell, all these things. And so there's got to be a lot more going on outside of our spectrum. So there can be life on the other planets outside of our spectrum. It's not wrong, it's not foreign, it's not alien, it's not, it's just different. So there's all these planetary systems that you can take birth on. There's 14 planetary systems in this particular universe. You can take birth in the topmost or the lowest most. We're in the middle. This is the seventh. It's called Maharloka. This particular planetary system around this, this level in the universe. You, you're here now. You can go up or you can go down according to the quality of your work. But the quality of your work is the same as everybody else's work. They're not going up or down or this or that. They're not even looking at it. They don't even care what's on the show tonight. You go to the game on Friday, just like high school kids, they don't grow up. They don't take the responsibility of the human form of life seriously and avoid wasting time. Now, moving on to an extent, this material universe is created and annihilated. It is not permanent. All material things, every material substance is temporary. Short span, long span, but temporary. This material manifestation is not eternal. But you eternal, are an eternal living entity. You are permanent. So your desire, your inner drive, your need for happiness is an eternal need. You can't find it in this temporary universe. So the Vedic literature says everything that's going on in this material universe, if it doesn't elevate you back to the spiritual world, which is eternal, and put you back into pure devotional service to the Lord in an eternal position and an eternal relationship is a waste of time. You may reach the topmost planet and be the biggest demigod. You may go to the bottomless planet and have a little teeny short stupid life. You may stay here in the middle planetary systems birth after birth after birth after birth. And it may go on for a very long period of time. But if you don't actually get done and get out and go to where you can be eternally happy, it's a waste of time. Why would you want to be temporarily anything when the goal you're looking for is permanent, eternal happiness. Go there. Do that. This is the intelligence the Vedic literature says is the standard for humans. You see what is temporary and consider it inferior. And you see what is eternal and you consider it superior. And the intelligent person goes to the superior and rejects the inferior. That's human. That is the human concept. And if you don't have that concept, you're in an illusion. You're wasting your time. So we are encouraging you, don't waste your valuable human lifetime. Elevate yourself by reading the Vedic literature. Get the eternal point of view so you aren't so attached to the temporary nonsense. Understand this temporary place to be just that, inferior. And strive for the superior. The instructions of the spiritual master, the incarnations of the Lord, the structure of the demigods within this management of the universe, the whole thing is intended to lift you to the human platform 
and get you to strive for the fulfillment or perfection of the human form of life? Will you complete the cycle of birth and death? Stop it from happening any further. Return to your eternal home in the eternal spiritual world as an eternal servant of God and render transcendental loving service selflessly for the satisfaction of Lord Sri Krishna and be perfect permanently. That's intelligent. That's what the Vedic literature is for. That's what our spiritual master is giving you. Find someone who's going to give you anything that holds a candle to that. They've got marketing gurus. They've got analyst gurus. They've got uh, uh, Chevrolet gurus. They have got everything you can think of. But they can't give you anything like the supreme guru, Jagat guru. He gives you love of God. He liberates you from the temporary cycle of birth and death and fixes you in your normal, healthy condition of eternal bliss and knowledge in the spiritual world. That's worth doing. That's not a waste of time. Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.